Welcome to Free Your Children on 1460 AM Christian Radio. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and my mission here at Free Your Children is to share the truth and love about education. There's a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children. I hope this ministry equips you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. Thank you to Safe Storage for sponsoring tonight's show. If you have storage needs and you live in the Middle Tennessee area in Columbia, Mount Pleasant, or Hohenwald, Safe Storage has all of your storage needs covered. You can find them at safestoragetn.com. That is safestoragetn.com. If you would like to sponsor Free Your Children, you can reach me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com and I can send you a sponsorship package. If you support biblical education and the work that I do here at Free Your Children, there's also an option for you to donate over on my website, freeyourchildren.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, that's freeyourchildren.com, my email, freeyourchildren at gmail.com, the Borough Pulse, that's B-O-R-O-P-U-L-S-E.com. I'm a monthly contributor to the Pulse, and all of my articles there focus on education. So if you are interested in reading all the articles that I have written to date, hop over to the Borough Pulse and you can check those out. And then there is my website, freeyourchildren.com, that's new. So if you haven't had an opportunity to take a look at that, I encourage you to do so. I'm very excited about an upcoming project that Free Your Children is working on. I'm currently in the process of trying to put together a seminar for pastors. The topic is going to focus on biblical education, and I've spoken to several of my former guests who um, also share the same goal to educate our pastors Mm -hmm. on the importance of biblical education, and we are working on pulling together a seminar that will be offered to pastors and their wives. This will be a four-hour seminar and the meal will be provided. If this sounds like something that you would like to support, I am asking for those that support biblical education to make a donation to this project. You can do so over on my website. I am also working on comprising a list of homeschool-friendly churches across the nation. And soon that will be uploaded to my website. So if you are a homeschooling family and looking for a church that's going to continue to walk alongside you and support you in terms of the biblical mandate of discipling and teaching your children, I'll have a list of churches comprised that you can access. And that hopefully will be a fantastic resource to families. Tonight's guest, I'm very excited to have her join us. I have been working on a series of shows highlighting homeschool graduates. So I'm very excited to have Julie Clark with me tonight to talk about her experiences. Julie is originally from Illinois and currently lives in Arizona. She is a homemaker, wife to her wonderful husband, Mike, and mother to three beautiful daughters whom she has homeschooled for their entire lives and never regretted a minute of it. Julie enjoys reading everything she can get her hands on and growing tropical fruit trees. Welcome, Julie. Hello. (laughs) I'm glad to be here. Well, it's wonderful to have you with us. 
I know that you and I have chatted a little bit prior to the interview, and I know that you're a homeschool graduate, but you have also, you also spent time growing up in public schools and private schools as well. So I thought it would be really great to get your perspective on those different different educational experiences and, and options. How did those three different educational opportunities compare, Julie? Uh, okay, so I would have to say, obviously, since I decided to homeschool my own children, I felt like homeschooling was the best option. So public school, oh goodness, it was just... It was public school. We just, Mm -hmm. as a Christian growing up in public school, honestly, I generally felt uncomfortable. Did not have, I feel like, looking at it now as an adult, I don't feel like I had a good education. Mm -hmm. Um, Truthfully, I feel like the entire format leaves it so that you are unable to be educated fully, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Because there's just not enough time. Mm -hmm. There there is not enough time in a day to teach that many children at once. Plus children are so different. My own children, I have three daughters, wildly different children, all of them being raised by the same parents, you know, in the same household. So it's impossible. And then truthfully, the same issues carried over into private school, even though there were smaller classes and things were different, but I feel like it was a lot of the same problems. And if I can be really honest, (laughs) I felt like in private school, um, I know everyone sends their children to private school to get them out of the public school system and away from bad influences. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I had more bad influences at private school than I ever did at public school. Right. And let's expound upon that a little bit, because what I see happen often is sometimes children get in trouble in the public school system. And so their families think that the solution is to pull them out of the public school system and then put them in to private school. I've seen that happen for years and years here locally in our area. I've spoken to private school teachers who have shared concerns with me about this. So as long as that family can pay the tuition, they're allowed to come in. Is that what you saw when you were in private school? Yes. And so there was also, so this is going to, goodness. So the way the school that I went to was, and I can't speak for all private schools. So a lot of parents sent what they considered, you know, problem children to -hmm. the school. And then on top of that, I, I just don't think it was helpful because not only was there the bad influence problem because they were already having issues. There was also the issue of if you had not been going to that school since kindergarten, you did not go to the church that was Mm -hmm. running the school, you were treated very badly. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think that children who were already having issues needed to be in an environment where they were treated like, I don't even know how to explain it, just like they weren't wanted. You know, like their parents could pay the the tuition. They were there, Mm -hmm. but they knew they were not truly wanted there. Right. And so that caused more problems. Mm -hmm. Public school, I still was pretty innocent when I went to private school. And I think my parents were kind of trying to keep it that way. Right. After private school, I was no longer innocent. Mm -hmm. I knew stuff that I should not know. And I know 
my first incident of inappropriate talk and behavior from a older boy was at private school, (laughs) not at public school. So um, it just, for me, was not a good experience. I would have done anything to get out of that school, to be honest with you. (laughs) But I just, I wish parents knew that when you send your kids to private school, it's not what you think it is truthfully for our private schools in the town I grew up in, those are the kids that could get the better drugs. Those are the kids that were doing things because, you know, they were, they had a lot less supervision. Right. Like, well, I think, I think you're touching on some really important topics because I think that parents still need to understand. And, and I know that there are wonderful private schools out there. However, yes. When you send your children to any school or your child to any school, no matter if it's a private school or if it's a public school, you are still sending your children away from you to be discipled by someone else for the majority of their formative years. So someone else is becoming the biggest influence or the biggest influence is in the lives of your children and you are abdicating your responsibility of discipling and training and teaching your children to someone else. And so in, in any type of institutionalized learning, there are children that are coming from varying types of families, varying backgrounds. So your children are going to be exposed to all kinds of different lifestyles, environments, and you're not going to be there to know what they're being exposed to. So I think that parents need to understand that that's not the answer. You know, private schools aren't oftentimes the answer because you are still not going to be the biggest influence in the lives of your children. And you're not going to know exactly what's going on because you're not there. Someone else is leading and directing their education. When did your parents decide to pull you out? You were in private school was that the last option, the educational option that you experienced before you were homeschooled, Julie? So I went grade school, all public school, then a year and a half to two years of private school. And then I went back to public school for a while. Mm-hmm. And then then we went to homeschooling for mm-hmm. part of high school. And I was just relieved to be homeschooled, to be very honest. And my parents both worked and they were still able to homeschool me. So that is one thing I want to put out there. If you are a working mother, Mm -hmm. you can definitely still homeschool your children. My mother did just fine. It was great. You know, we always had time, but I really feel like the independence and I could learn at my own pace. That was Mm -hmm. my other issue was I was never in the same place that the other students were, you know, some subjects I was way ahead. Some subjects I was behind them because that was just where my strengths were and weaknesses, you know, depending on the Mm -hmm. subject. Absolutely. And with homeschool, it was my own pace and truly it didn't take me very long before I had just asked my mother if I could get my GED Mm -hmm. and graduate and be done. Right. Because I worked at my own pace. And I was actually able to, I went from not really being very successful in public or private school to, I graduated really early at 17 and was able to move on to 
junior college at that point, because it, I could just do things at my own pace. I could do it my own way. I feel like I learned better because well, I was learning yeah. things that I actually wanted to learn. <laughs> right, exactly. And and you touched on something earlier when you said, when you were talking about the dumbing down uh, of education, and that's not just you that thinks that. That has actually been researched, and, and there are a lot of different people who have written books about that. There's the dumbing down of America, Crimes of the Educators. There's lots of books that focus on the fact that this has actually occurred and it is continuing to occur. And there's a reason behind that, which we've discussed in detail on previous shows. But that wasn't just something that you imagined. That is most definitely what is occurring in our school system today. And it's, it's done on purpose. But the beauty of homeschooling is the fact that you can individualize each child's education. And, And as you said, If you were ahead in some subjects, you could just keep right on going. If you needed help in other subjects, you could. What the problem with institutionalized learning, whether it be in public schools or private schools in that particular form, you have so many children. So the teachers are coming in and there's no way that they can possibly customize every child's education in a classroom. It's just impossible. There's not enough time in the day. There's only one teacher. There's not enough of her or him to go around. So it can't be done. So, you know, homeschooling allows for that individuality for for you to customize it for your children so that they can do what they feel like they need to do. And for you, obviously, it was to move on ahead and graduate early. And you had the freedom and flexibility to do that because you were homeschooled. Yes, ma'am. And also I do want to put in, like, I feel like this needs to be said just for my experiences. Uh When I was in public and private school, I truly like, I know everyone's like, you shouldn't let the system raise your children. Mm -hmm. For me personally, just because there are so many students, I felt like I was being raised by the other students. Right. Mm -hmm. We're raising each other. I mean, it's not even the teachers. Exactly. They can't. That is not physically, mentally possible for one person. Right. So like, I always feel like it's important to say that because other children should not be raising (laughs) your children. And and the Bible (laughs) speaks about that. The companion, companion of fools. And children aren't fully discipled. And, and, you know, you always hear the socialization term thrown around and it's always equated to homeschooling. And as a former public school teacher myself, I've said this over and over and I'm going to say it again. Parents, if you are listening to this radio show and you are concerned about socialization and that's the reason why you don't want to homeschool. I don't think that you understand what socialization really is because the kinds of socialization that students receive in the public school system and even oftentimes in the private school system is not the type of socialization that a Christian should want for their children. Absolutely. And I absolutely agree with that because it just, oh gosh, some of the things I just don't think parents knew. I really don't. There's no way. If my mother knew half the things that we were learning from the other kids, she would have yanked us so fast. Right. Right. (laughs) So, and I mean, she knows things now. And she said that truly she would have homeschooled us the entire time had she known. But that was just, that's what people do. They don't, most parents don't even think about homeschooling as an option. 
because they're told so many negative things. Well, absolutely. And we've been conditioned to believe that the only way to educate our children, and this was done by on purpose by the government is when your child turns five years old, you pack them off to the neighborhood school down the block. It's just American. That's what we do. And we've been conditioned to believe on purpose that we are not qualified to teach our own children and nothing could be further from the truth. And I think that if we really step back and look at the nation's report card, I mean, let's be realistic here. Are the government schools really doing a stellar job at educating the youth of our nation? Oh, absolutely not. You know, the majority and, of children are graduating from the public school system and and the majority of them are graduating with maybe a fourth grade reading level. Yes. And if we and compare, my, yes, if we compare those to the statistics of, you know, where homeschool children are when they graduate, we're blowing them out of the water. We are very much so. My own children are always surprised and I, <laughs> I always worry that they're behind or they're not keeping up with their peers because moms always worry about that stuff. But then Mm -hmm. they go out into the world and they're just so far ahead and it's noticeable. And my two eldest daughters work at the same place and, you know, their managers love them Mm -hmm. because they're mature and they work hard and, you know, just they don't have all of the drama and childishness that the other teenagers that work Mm -hmm. there seem to have. So I don't know. I don't regret it for a second. (laughs) Right. Well, what what are some of the most important benefits that you feel came from being homeschooled for you personally? For me personally. So I would say definite anxiety reduction because being in that environment is not healthy um, at all. Right. I was able to do subjects that I liked and I was excelling in those subjects. Like I went from being a mediocre student, being a really good student, because Mm -hmm. I could do things that I enjoyed. I could get it done faster. I know, like I knew from experiences at private school, that if I needed to, I could get all of my work for the day done within an hour and a half, two hours. And that Mm -hmm. continued into homeschooling. Um, And then I had the rest of the day to do what I wanted to do. Right. It was really nice. It just, there was more time with my mom at that Mm -hmm. point, which was great. Even with her working, there was still more time together. It just, it freed us up for a lot because at that time, my mother also decided to homeschool my brother. Uh So that just meant that our family schedule was our family schedule and it didn't matter. We weren't beholden to a public school system who does think they own you because (laughs) very much. So I, there was just so much, like there's too many benefits to even like list them all. Right. (laughs) Yes. And and I tell parents often, if you just take the leap and you enter into the homeschooling world, once you experience the freedom of that, you'll be, you will wonder why you didn't do it sooner. Exactly. And it just, I wished the whole time I was homeschooling, I wished that I had been doing it the whole time. Right. It was just like, a, there was a load off of my shoulders as a teenager mm-hmm. that I didn't know I was carrying. Right. Until right. it was gone. And I hear that um, a lot. I hear that a lot from children um, who have been removed from the, the system, whether it be private schools or government schools, and they bring their parents, bring them home, they free them from that establishment and they bring them home. And that's one thing that the parents say to me is that their anxiety level 
diminishes. Yes. And and I think Very that's much. something that a lot of parents don't realize. And, and I have shared information about this over on my Free Your Children page, research and articles. And, and the way that our, our educational system is set up, it does cause a lot of mental health issues for children. Absolutely. And I think parents um, need to understand that. So if you are listening to this and you have a child who is experiencing some issues, you might want to see and do a deep dive research into if that could possibly be related to their educational choices. Uh, Because oftentimes they do correlate and they do go hand in hand. Why did you decide to to homeschool your own children, Julie? Honestly, so I became a mom very young Mm -hmm. and unexpectedly. And it's kind of interesting. I don't think I thought about it. Mm -hmm. And I, that might not be the best way of going about it, but truly it was, we got to a point where we were getting close to um, needing to send our oldest to kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And my husband went to public school, his and private school. So um, he really, homeschooling was not on his radar. Right. And we were discussing it and I was like, oh, she's not going to school. I'm homeschooling her. And Mm -hmm. I really had not thought about it (laughs) until that conversation. (laughs) And he just looked at me and he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, homeschool kids are weird. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, I was homeschooled for a couple of years. And he, you know, had said, well, that's a couple of years. And like, no, I'm not sending them. That's not, that's my baby. She's not going anywhere, you know? And so it was kind of like, I basically just said, no, they're not going and, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I just thought, absolutely not. And truthfully, it took, so I don't want anyone to be discouraged if they're the only parent who wants to homeschool. Right. Because it took my husband, oh goodness, my oldest was pushing junior high before he was fully on board with homeschooling. Mm-hmm. But to his credit, he let me keep at it. So right. <laughs> he just, it's hard, especially when you have family members and friends that are like, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. And then, then they start asking all the questions. What about mm-hmm. the socialization? What about this? What about that? You know, but I just decided. And I, like I said, I don't know that that's the best way to go about decisions like that. I just knew in my heart that that is not what I wanted for my child. I wanted them to stay home with me. Right. And it felt wrong. But right. I think maybe it's better that I went on maternal instinct instead of outside influences because I think if a lot more mothers went with that instinct they would keep their children home because that's they're so little and you're sending them in with strangers right and and I hear from moms all across the nation often you know my husband isn't on board with homeschooling you know what should I do well one of the things that I would encourage you to do is share information with him on my Spotify it's shows that have previously aired and I did a series of shows that discuss biblical education from a father's perspective so resources like that I feel like hearing from a, um, a man's perspective are really important for, you know, fathers to listen to, send them articles. But most importantly, if you are in a church, 
I would go and speak to my pastor about the importance of biblical education, see where they stand on that topic, and then encourage them. First off, if they are not willing to address this topic from the pulpit, I would try to educate the pastor on why it's important, why it should be focused on, and then encourage him to address it, you know, with the congregation and specifically with the dads, because I think it's something that, you know, needs to be a topic of conversation. The church is largely silent on the issue. That's one of the reasons. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why I'm working on a list of homeschool friendly churches. And when I say homeschool friendly, I, I had someone ask me the other day, well, what do you consider homeschool friendly? We have one person at our church that homeschools, and I'm thinking, oh, well, if you have to ask me that question, then you probably don't understand much about my ministry. When I say a homeschool-friendly church, I am speaking about, does the pastor understand why biblical education is so important? Are there homeschool programs available at the church? Does the church allow homeschool groups to use the facility? The list could go on and on and on, but the pastors in these churches need to be teaching the parents the importance of biblical education, supporting, encouraging, and equipping parents to assume the biblical mandate to disciple and teach their own children. So, you know, hopefully with the pastor seminar that we're offering, and we want that to eventually be nationwide, that we can get churches that are willing and pastors that are bold and brave enough to stand in the gap, to preach biblical truth from the pulpit and really step in and help families. And I think this would be an amazing resource for fathers, especially fathers that just don't understand why homeschooling is so important. Yes, I think that would be great because I have watched so many fathers struggle because they themselves were not discipled properly. Mm-hmm. And they just don't know. They don't know how they have been. I mean, I feel like true fatherhood has been stripped from them for mm-hmm. generations. Yes. It's so they don't know. Right. And dads have been mostly relegated to figureheads mm-hmm. in the household. Mm-hmm. It's just, to me, it's very sad. And people look at my husband and I, and I think some people just think it's strange. Right. The way we run our household, but it's not. It, that's the way it's supposed to be. And right. oh gosh, I just wish so many more fathers would become involved because I think if they were, they would absolutely. I think if they knew the things that were going on and if they had someone to properly disciple them, mm-hmm. it would change so much. Yes. I wrote because- an article not long ago called Where Are the Men? And yes. this is, you know, one thing that needs to be paramount in churches across the nation because we are losing our youth. I recently did an interview with Alex Newman and we discussed this and he said, you know, we, (laughs) what is going on in our nation has never been seen before in history. We are making history and not for a good reason. It's because we have a huge mass exodus of the church. We're losing our young people and we're, we're losing our young people because families are not discipling their children. And, you know, Christianity is going to die. And these pastors that aren't willing to address this are going to wake up and they're not going to have a church and they're not going to have a job. So we have to decide here in America, what's most important to us? You know, who are we serving? 
But Julie, you've graduated children via homeschooling. What advice would you give to families that want to homeschool, but they're afraid to take the leap? What would you tell them? I would say there is nothing to be afraid of. It is even, I have seen so many parents, even in the states that are not homeschool friendly, and we've been very blessed to live in two states that are very homeschool friendly. It's not as hard as I would say the paperwork that you have to the government paperwork can be very intimidating. It's not as hard as what it looks like. They make it intimidating on purpose. Mm-hmm. You are their parent. Take absolutely take control. You will never regret it because my 18-year-old is so amazing. She is more mature than I was at 26 with three children. Mm-hmm. She is doing wonderfully. I don't know. It just please don't be afraid because it's going to work out so much better than you could possibly imagine. Yes. Like I'm not a perfect parent. I'm not a perfect homeschool mom. You know, I've made mistakes because we all have. Right. And she still has turned out to be just the most wonderful adult. Like, and I hear so many parents have so many struggles with their children and they don't get along and their kids don't respect them. And, you know, it's a constant fight. I didn't have those problems with my children. Right. And my husband and I always talk about that and we're so much closer to them. Yes. It is worth it. Every hard moment, every person who criticizes you, every in-law or friend or parent who makes you feel bad about your decision, it is worth going through all of that to get to where we are now. Like every yes. one of those moments means nothing compared right. to how great she is doing now. It's just so awesome. (laughs) Yes. And that's excellent advice. We're not called to have a spirit of fear and God will equip you and he will provide and you have to have faith and just take the leap. You are exactly right. Now tell us, Julie, what state are you in again? So I'm in Arizona. You're in Arizona. And so what resources are available to homeschool families in Arizona if they are contemplating homeschooling? So there are countless homeschool groups. There are homeschool, um, you know, if you want Facebook, if you want in person, there is just tons of free resources. Oh goodness. There is a lot. We do have, unfortunately we have school choice in Arizona. Uh If that was a route you would choose to go, which I don't recommend. Mm -hmm. That is an option. Arizona is very easy. If your children are already in school, you simply withdraw them and file an affidavit with the county that you're in. If they have never been to school, it's this, you just file the affidavit. You don't have to deal with the public school system at all. And then Arizona leaves you alone after that. There's no testing. There's no saving records. Mm -hmm. Now I would recommend saving some records. If your child plans on going to college later, Mm -hmm. uh, they will need those. You make your own graduation certificate. So mm-hmm. it's just really easy, but I would definitely, if you are a parent who is just getting started, I would hop on Facebook and get on an Arizona homeschooling group. And those moms will be with you every step of the way. They will help you find resources. They will help you find materials. If you have no money at all, these moms will be there to help you find everything free. I know so many moms who are doing this with no budget. That's great. Well, it sounds like you have a very supportive homeschool community there in Arizona. 
I want to remind our listeners that homeschool laws vary uh, across the United States. So make sure that you check out the legalities of homeschooling in the state where you reside. Also, as Julie mentioned, school choice is a term that we discuss a lot on For Your Children. And I highly encourage if you're homeschooling to stay away from all government funding, all government school choice initiatives that provide money to homeschool families. Because remember what the government funds, it runs and it is, will be and has been in the past a slow and sometimes a fast erosion of freedoms for private schools. It seeks, that whole initiative seeks to take away choice and actually make all forms of education government funded, therefore government controlled. So be very careful about school choice. If you have questions about school choice, reach out to me. I will be happy to provide you with those resources, how you can better educate yourself and others in regards to why we are opposed to school choice. I want to take the time to thank Safe Storage again for sponsoring tonight's show. If you have storage needs and you live in the Middle Tennessee area, reach out to safestoragetn.com and they will take care of all your storage needs. That's safestoragetn.com. I want to leave you with this. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Psalms 143.10. We love you here at WXRQ, but remember, Jesus loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.